Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level, where every podcast we bring you motivation, inspiration, faith, hope, and love, and we remind you that you are born to succeed. Welcome back, everyone, to the Born to Succeed podcast, the number one podcast on the planet for helping you succeed on both a personal and professional level. I am your gracious host, Michael Merritt. Today, guys, we have a very special guest with us who is going to talk about coaching from her heart. She's going to talk about coaching in a little different way. The one thing about our show is that we have lots of coaches and speakers and authors, and and they all have a different perspective. And I think this person today who is named Miss Nicole Harmony, you're going to find has a wealth of information coming your way. So without further ado, Miss Nicole, welcome to the Born to Seek podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous, Michael. How are you? I am super blessed. For the listeners out there, they know I'm in Dallas, Texas. Tell them where you're at today. Uh, Right now I'm in Round Rock, Texas. Round Rock, Texas. And where is that at on the map for those that do not know Texas? Um, well, if you know Austin, it's not too far from there. It's about probably a 25 to 30 minute drive. There from, you go. From there Austin. you go. Yeah. So for those that are listening in Australia or <laughs> one of those other countries out there, because when we were looking up stats the other day, Miss Nicole, we were seeing that we are now being listened to in about 27 different countries. Oh, so my it's an God, amazing, amazing thing to look up and see that you're being listened to in Ireland or wow. Australia or Croatia. It just kind of blew me away to go, what? Japan, China, all these different countries. I was kind of blown away that here we are in Dallas, Texas, and there you are in Round Rock or, you know, close to Austin down there. And we're being listened to around the world. So, you know, when people say might do podcasts, you know, what what is a platform for a podcast? It is sharing the good word with me or anybody that's listening around the world. So we're grateful to have you on the show today, Miss Harmon, Nicole. So Miss Nicole. (laughs) You were on the show with us before, back in the day, and after you were on the show, somebody asked me, is her real name Miss Nicole Harmony? So <laughs> I'm going to start with that question. Is that your real name? Um, it, it is not. Uh, that is my professional name, but okay. first I want to I circle back, and I just want to celebrate you for the success that you have made with this platform and this podcast. That's Absolutely amazing that you're being heard in so many different countries and your message is being spread all over the world. Well, and I, <clears throat> well, I'm just so grateful to be here on your, on your um, amazing platform that is being broadcast all over the world. That's hey. just amazing. So, And that's what you. we're doing, right? And same with you. It's whether you're on IG or whatever platform, right? We're just trying to share the good word with those that need it. Um, yeah, And so many people out there need a positive and encouraging word today because hope is something that a lot of people don't have. So that's the one thing that we try to do, right, is bring that light out there and say, hey, we have a message for you of hope. So, yeah, yeah. So, so Ms. Nicole, <clears throat> tell us what kind of coach you are and what you specialize in. So I don't really identify as a coach anymore. Okay. Um, I identify more as a healer because the direction that I've taken my business and my mission, my soul's purpose 
is that I, I remove, so I work with the inner child and we go into that inner child through meditation and we meet that inner child. We offer them safety, support, comfort to be seen, heard, and validated. And then we find out what limiting beliefs and programs were created in that memory at that age of that child, where it's a question sequence that I go through with a client. We do a sensory exercise, whatever trauma is um, connected to that memory, we actually go back into that memory. And like I said, um, figure out what those programmings and limiting beliefs were created. And then when we come out, we invite that inner child to come back with us, that part of us that drives that bus, that drives that decision <clears throat> that's attached to that trauma. Yeah. Excuse me, I have allergies. Yeah. And, um, and then once the, the client is back in the present moment, and if that inner child came back to them to that present moment, then we work with a subconscious release technique and we remove those programs and those limiting beliefs and we replace them with more positive behaviors, beliefs, and or intentions. Wow. Wow. And, and this is done over multiple sessions, over a two-day period, over how, how, how do you normally do this process? So the container that I have set up right now is a 90-minute deep dive, and then we do a 60-minute uh, integration two weeks later. And the starting container I have for that is a 90-day, and so that comes with three deep dives and then three 60-minute, <clears throat> excuse me, integrations. Wow. Wow. And are those done uh, every other week, or how every are those done? Yep, every, every week. other week. Every, every other week. week. Yeah, because it's such deep, profound work that there's a lot that comes up. I've had um, I've had clients that have experienced plant medicine, and I don't know if you're familiar with uh, plant medicine or have sat with it. But um, one of my clients was like, "This is like medicine. This is this is a lot, and it's hard to because <clears throat> a lot of coaches do weekly sessions." Right. And my clients need that time to have that integration period, um, allow things, other things to come up. And then, of course, I'm there for support in between our sessions right. through email and text messages, even phone calls. <clears throat> um, right. But, yeah, it, it's such deep, profound work and so powerful that my clients need a little bit of time in order to digest. Yeah, they just need more time to process it, right? There's so it's, much that comes out from the patterns, trauma, scripts, and everything that was thrown upon them in life. Exactly, exactly. Right? <clears throat> yeah. And I heard a speaker the other day, and he was talking about trauma, and it really kind of, I'd seen, you know, I'd heard this before, and sometimes it's amazing how you hear things, and, and then you really don't put them into your brain, really. Uh, but when it, he said it the other day, it really stuck in my brain, and he said, you know, I've got an acronym, and it's called MEPS. Remember, we have mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual trauma that's placed upon us. Mm. And it starts from early in our life all the way through today right now. Yeah. And so what are you dealing with? Is it mental? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Is it spiritual? Is it all of the above? Right? Yeah. And so yeah. for you, I'm sure diving in, it's trying to figure out where that is and, and what that trigger is and, and then really dive, diving in deep into that. And so I'm sure that can be really um, an intense program or process. It, it definitely is. And it's something that I just intuitively created. It wasn't anything that I learned. It's, 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 a, 
a lot of different things that I've learned and I just kind of funneled it into this, this session and I just intuitively started doing it with, with people. And right. when I was doing the certification of the SRT technique that, um, that I was speaking about, the subconscious release technique, uh-huh. <clears throat> and it just, it just worked. And I saw the results happen in front of my eyes. And I was like, wow, I have to get all the hair in my body standing up. I have to continue doing this. And so um, that is my, that's my soul's purpose. That's my mission is to go in and heal that inner child because there is an inner child inside of all of us. And it depends on what age shows up that day to make that decision in that particular day, if that resonates. Right, right. Well, and that was my question I was going to ask you next. What is it that drives you every day? What is it that makes you want to do this kind of work? I've seen what it can do for myself and for my clients. And just for me, I mean, realizing that I had an abandonment wound from my father and started probably when I was <laughs> probably before I could even remember. <clears throat> um, but I ha- but I grew up with both parents in the household. I didn't have really an abuse in the household. And, you know, and when you talk about trauma, people automatically go to the bad stuff. They go to abuse. They go to alcoholism. Right. They go to addiction. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. The physiology of the body, the brain decides what disrupts the physiology of the body. So it could be something very simple, but if your body is holding on to that and your brain is holding on to that and your subconscious, then it's going to affect you. It's gonna it's going to create so <clears throat> they say between zero and eighteen that the programmings and the limiting beliefs, that's when they were created. And then after 18, the brain starts to develop in a different way. And past 18, 19 years old, that's when the patterns are developed. That's what becomes the patterns in our lives. And so, um, I, you know, I, me personally, I was choosing the wrong men. And it was because I had this abandonment wound of my father who I didn't even know existed. And when I started doing the inner child work, the emotional healing and really going inward and facing those shadows inside of me, and instead of shaming <clears throat> and suppressing them, I embraced them and I learned how to integrate them into my daily life and really met that inner child and comforted her and, and gave her that safety and belonging that she needed. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all great um, coaches, healers, empaths, they all have coaches themselves. Do you have a coach yourself? I do. Um, I actually just started working with this business coach. <clears throat> she uh, she and I did an intensive yesterday, I believe it was. And it was, you know, I had been struggling with my positioning and, um, and quite frankly, the investment uh, for my programs. And she and I, was, we were able to just light it up and be like, okay, this is, this is the reason why I want to do this. This is my soul's purpose. I know that I was reincarnated on this earth in this lifetime to do this work. Yeah. Um, maybe it's going to change and transform and evolve into something greater in the future. But right now, I know that this is why I was reincarnated. Yeah. 
Wow, that's great. That's great. And uh, Miss Nicole, do you have any plans for any books or podcast yourself at this time? Uh, I would love to do a podcast. I keep that's something that's just very fresh on my brain. I just haven't been able to really sit down and, and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then, of course, a book is inside of me. I just have to figure out how to get it onto the pages. Um, I am going to be sharing. Uh, so in September, I am facilitating my first retreat in Belize, and it's going to be September 3rd through the 10th. We still have three spots open <laughs> if you're interested. Um, and I'm going to be working again with the inner child that it's going to be, it's, it's called slay self-sabotage. And because, you know, every day when you wake up and you want to do something and then you start to sabotage, that's that inner child doing that. And so working with the inner child and then having fun while we're in Belize, we're going to be going on catamaran trips and waterfall hikes and, um, doing fire ceremonies and female embodiment work. It is a female only retreat. I will say that um, I will be welcoming men, but for this one, there's a lot of trauma attached to men with some of the clients that <clears throat> showed the interest. So I just, um, you know, just stuck with an all female retreat for this time. But so that's what I've been working on as far as, doing something grander and bigger. And I know that that, again, <laughs> I keep saying my soul's mission and my purpose. I know that a retreat center of my own is in the future, in the very near future. So that's so great. That's, that's kind of what I'm focusing on rather than doing the book and the podcast. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, that's great. Well, you know, uh, all things come whenever you're ready to do it, right? I mean, podcast, whether it's a podcast or a book or whatever, uh, sometimes it's just taking the time to sit down and do that. And so that'll come whenever it happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, for those that are listening out there, yeah. I do always remind you that sometimes, uh, whenever you think about writing a book or starting a podcast, I always say, you know, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> the starting point is right now today. It's the point you go, you know what? I've been saying, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that today. Or, Maybe it's tomorrow morning. Maybe you've been thinking, I need to walk around the block and, and I got to start my physical exercise. And I meant tomorrow morning, I'm going to do that. So I just want to remind you guys out there one quick and easy way to record your thought when it comes to writing a book is to use an app. And I use an app called Rev, R E V. And I just pull up that app and I can talk on that app and then record it and then go back later. And it gives me the option to then have that transcribed. And so it's really nice to be able just to put your thoughts down, transcribe it, throw it over there, and then you can edit your transcription at that point and put a book together. And that's how I've done my chapters of the two books that I was co-authors in and then the third book that I did this year with Elisa. So I do remind folks out there sometimes when you're just blazing there and thoughts running through your mind, pull up your phone and just talk and then maybe have that transcribed over and that'll help you get something down on paper. Sometimes it's really hard to sit down and write a book but hey that's a you know really good coming, idea right? i had no idea thank yeah, you <laughs> Rev is a great great app and like you said it's free it's it's called rev now the transcription it's about a dollar a minute but i mean whenever you can transcribe a hundred pages over and it costs you 50 60 bucks it is so worth it i mean it makes writing a book so easy at least for people like me because just sitting down and typing 
it's kind of hard, but if I sit down and just go and talk and blast away and then go back later and then start transcribing it and then putting it together and editing, then I can kind of put it together like that. So for those listening, that's a great way to get a book out of you without sitting down and just plunking away and typing, typing, typing. Uh, it's just one of those great things. That's why we have all these amazing apps nowadays, right? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> apps make life so much easier. <laughs> they, they really do, right? <laughs> I mean, I have a Calendly app for scheduling my podcast and things like that. And so there's a lot of apps out there and some of them are great for helping you minimize some of the work that you have to do. So <clears throat> that being said, that's one of them. So, Miss Nicole, uh, the other thing I had a question on, I did have that retreat because I remember talking to you before and you were saying you were going to do a retreat. So that's great. Um, I'll get information from you on that. So I'll put all that information for those that are listening. If you're like, hey, how do I find out about that? I'm going to have all this information in the notes of this podcast. I will put her links on. I will put all this information on here for you. So you'll be able to dive in and find her and go to this retreat if you're interested in doing that. Now, price point, just uh, to get that out there, Ms. Nicole, what's the price point for the retreat per person? So for seven days, um, and it's all inclusive, all of your excursions, all of your meals, room and board, and then it includes a one-to-one deep dive with me, which is 90 minutes, is $3,297 in Belize. Placencia Belize, 202 steps from the beach. Nice. Very nice. And that's September 3rd through the 10th. Yes. Over Labor Day weekend if you're in the States. Yep. Very good. Very good. All right. So what else has been going on in your life, Ms. Nicole? Uh, Well, I've just been being a digital nomad. So I spent six months in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, and I was able to sit with plant medicine. And have you ever sat with plant medicine before? I have not. It's really remarkable what can be, it's a, it's a quantum leap in your healing journey, actually, um, uh-huh. bringing the, the souls together. And I really believe that, you know, we pull in whoever we need to into our space when we are experiencing a healing uh, group journey like that. <clears throat> so I sat with uh, psilocybin uh, the first time and had just like a magical experience. It was just like, super euphoric and I had I was the happiest person I've ever been in my entire life in those in those few hours some people went through you know a journey and um you know they went and you know they had some traumas come up and it was interesting so it was a female ceremony all female ceremony and I'm always the one that wants to caretake for everybody especially with my clients I have you know my clients um they become emotional on the phone or on Zoom um, almost every session. And so, you know, my first knee-jerk reaction is to be like, you know, a caretaker and holding that space. And they said in the beginning, they said, if you came with somebody and they start to have a reaction, they start to cry, you know, or something like that, do not come out of your journey to go and take care of them. That is our job. Stay stay on your journey, stay in your lane, you know, kind of thing. And I was just like, okay. And so I was sitting there and I heard, you know, women cry and and they, I immediately, you know, started to try to go and, and caretake. And I was like, nope, bring you back into your journey. This is your time. And that was like a huge message of, I need to take care of myself. Sometimes I can't take care of others all the time. Um, and then I sat with, uh, 
mother ayahuasca um, a couple of months later, and that was extremely profound. And that's when the healing of the the father wound happened and the masculine wound. Right. So <clears> the and, first time, mm-hmm. for those that are not familiar, first time you had you sat with mushrooms, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and how did you actually do that? Did you uh, drink something, or did you ingest, or how did you actually take that the plant in? So the mushrooms was a tea, and then okay. the ayahuasca was a tea as well. Okay, okay. Now yeah. the y- ayahuasca was much more intense, right? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> right, right, and, and much more than a couple hours, right? Um. Well, so the mushrooms, they're about the same uh, time frame, actually. I think. Okay. I think the mushrooms was about five to six hours, and uh, ayahuasca was about six to seven wow. hours. So, um. Yeah, it was, and it was just like a one-off ceremony both times. It wasn't a retreat, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but I did stay on the diet uh, that they recommend, and I'm already whole plant, whole food, plant-based diet anyway, so it wasn't that hard. But, um, but yeah, it was the the ayahuasca. There's a picture they encourage us to take a before and after picture, mm-hmm. and you just see the clarity in my eyes, and you see the white. Um, around my eyes and just how, how bright my eyes were. And I, I was like, Oh, I'm already a healthy person. I'll be fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mother ayahuasca will put you in your place Yeah, and, in a very gentle way, but yeah, she will definitely put you in your place. And it, it's a, it's a powerful, um, powerful plant, but it, I treated it as medicine, not as a high, obviously. Right. So yeah. Right. Right. And as much as many people are doing nowadays is using this to dig in and try to go into, uh, like you said earlier, the inner child and find that spot of where did the trauma occur? Were they six or 10 or 13 or 16 or, you know, where did that trauma occur? And and digging deep into that uh, personal inner sanctuary, I guess you would might call it inside that deep thought realm. Right. Yeah. In the in the subconscious mind. I mean, our our subconscious mind holds all of our memories, all of our traumas, everything that's ever happened to us. Our conscious mind is the creativity. So if you're feeling like you're blocked and there's something, you know, as far as like creativity, you're, you're not birthing your business, you know, kind of thing. You're not able to move forward in creating your life and creating different beliefs. Then there's a block somewhere in that subconscious mind from a trauma Uh, more than likely. And and actually you bring up a really good point. So when you are going to sit with plant medicine, integration is probably the most important thing of your ceremony. The ceremony is just like, okay, you're going to go on a journey, but what comes after and what you have to work through afterwards is uber important. And having somebody like yourself or myself or somebody that you connect with that has that potential, you know, has that ability to hold space and help you work through what came up is the most important thing. And a lot of plant medicine ceremonies do not offer that. And that is just like, it's the most important thing. It really is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, on your retreat that's upcoming, is that going to be something that you're going to be doing as well in that retreat? 
No, Belize does not allow plant medicine. So um, we're not going to be doing any plant medicine ceremonies, but I do know know that that's my future, not me as a facilitator, because I've looked into that and I do not want to go back to school for that long. (laughs) So I will be more than happy to bring in some of my cohorts that, you know, they're already psychedelic therapists, certified psychedelic therapists, and I'll bring them in. And then I will offer the integration as, as a healer through, through the modalities that I have. Gotcha. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Well, Ms. Nicole, um, what else is in the plans for the future? I mean, as far as uh, retreats, you've got uh, some other things going on. What else is it for the future for you? Um, yeah, I, I know that within a year, um, I know that I will find either the funds will come to me through an investor or through my own manifestation for me to buy a piece of property, whether that be in South America or somewhere here in the States, um, someplace possibly cooler than Texas, because good Lord, it is so hot here. I am Mm. like suffocating. Um, And then build that retreat center, build that edible forest you know, have an off-grid um, type of sanctuary for myself, for my clients to come. It, it, there's a different perspective that happens when you are taken out of your element and you're put into a place where you can have that parasympathetic ner- nervous system <clears throat> experience, which if nobody's familiar with that term. Um, there's a sympathetic state and then there's a parasympathetic state. The sympathetic state is fight or flight, and then the parasympathetic state is rest, rest, relax, and digest. So when you're in that parasympathetic state, you're able to absorb what is bringing in, what's your, what is being brought to you, whether that's flowing from the universe, whether that's coming in from a facilitator like myself, you're just able to absorb it in a different way. And so I love the idea of having a retreat center where those people can come and they can have that quantum leap in their healing journey. Um, But of course I'll continue to work, you know, one-to-one and, I do have a private Facebook group for um, females called uh, the Heart Centered Sisterhood, and I'll give you that link as well, Michael. And I would love, you know, for so many women to be in there. And, you know, a sisterhood is so important for females and to go and be able to have that support from other females that may be going through the same thing similar to you and having that opportunity to be seen, heard, and validated. It's just, it's so important right now, especially in these times. Right, right. Well, and that's one of the last questions that I had for you. If you uh, had a group of folks in front of you today, whether that's a mixed group or just females or whatever, uh, you had a group in front of you, What's the one wooden huge thing that you would want to impart on that group today? Uh, Today is listen to your intuition. It really is important. And it's just important to really just um, focus on, on those limiting beliefs. When you come in, when you wake up in the morning and you have, you know, you have your set decisions and then for some reason you vary off or you you have that moment where um, where you don't feel like you're enough. You don't feel like you're good enough. 
that is not you. That is that inner child. That is the subconscious telling you that somebody between the ages of zero and 18 said you were not good enough. And whether that be a primary caregiver or and or society, it's just important to really like trust your intuition and tap into that subconscious mind. It it can just open up so many doors. And I mean, I'm telling you, like the floodgates will open up for the abundance that will flow through you. And I'm not talking about money. I mean, obviously money is abundance, but abundance in your career, abundance in your family, your relationships, your health, abundance in all different areas of life. And that's actually what my positioning is going to be is um, focusing on abundance. Yeah. Yeah. It it starts with our mindset. It really does. I mean, uh, there's no doubt about it. The limiting beliefs uh, will get to us because obviously people, it's just a, a natural process where most people will tell you that you can't do something and throughout life mm-hmm. you end up thinking well okay I just can't do that and I can't do that and I can't do that and well I'm not good at that either and then we take on this mindset of of where that that is has left us and really and truly so many times that's really not what we are who we are the talents that we have and we don't we're not recognizing them and and that's why we have to have good input and so that's one of the last things that I'll wrap up today with is for those listening, remember your input, you know, input comes from where it comes from. What are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And that's podcasts. That's your TV. That's your music. That's everything that you listen to. Next is what are you reading? Because, you know, it's a magazine. If it's a book, whatever it is, what am I reading? What am I listening to? What am I reading? Those are big things, right? What am I speaking into myself? Mm-hmm. The self affirmations of I am great. I am Mm -hmm. a person who cares about others. I am an honest person. I am full of integrity. These are things that we need to remind ourselves each and every day. And then another way to grab great input is the people that you surround yourself with. You Mm. know, it's a million times said over, you know, just look at yourself right now and you're a product of the five people that you're surrounded yourself with and you either already are, you're going to be that way. So that's the input. So where do we get input? It's from a lot of different places, but that is the one way that we can help knock out those limiting beliefs. But you're exactly right. We have an inner hero. We have an inner demon. And the inner demon likes to tell us all the time that we're not any good. And we have to remember to tell that voice to be quiet. Yes. And so many times we let that voice talk and talk and talk and talk us mm-hmm. into the fact of, nope, you're not any good. Oh, no, you're not. And we listen to that voice and we have to just go, that's not. No, 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 no. My inner hero needs to come out. I am great at this. I do care for other people. I do have a talent at this. And and so that's the one thing. But you're definitely right. Living in beliefs, it will get to us, no doubt, every time. So, yeah. Mr. Cole, oh, one, one last thing there. Or that's what I was going to say. What do you, uh, as we start to wrap this up, I always like for you to kind of, whoever the guest is here, and that's obviously you today, to kind of share anything that you want to share with those listening today. Uh, whatever wisdom or nuggets that you want to drop in and impart on them, uh, what is it that you today want to leave with those listening? Um, <clears throat> first, uh, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your platform. And my words of wisdom are to <clears throat> cultivate a meditation practice, even if it's five minutes a day, it really can change the trajectory of your life. Think about driving. If you change the wheel, 
just a tiny little bit, you're eventually going to go in a different direction. <clears throat> it's those small steps that really make the difference in our lives. So cultivate a meditation practice, a gratitude practice. And then something that I've brought in is a an affirmation. So I do my gratitude journaling and then I do I am and I am loved. I am powerful. I am empowered. I am healed. And knowing that and really embodying that <clears throat> is so important for myself, my clients, my family, you know, my friends, anybody yeah. that I'm around. And um, one thing, whenever you were talking about, you know, if you, if you look in the mirror or if somebody tells you every single day that you're ugly, you're eventually going to believe it. Yeah. So tell yourself in the mirror and do that mirror work. I am loved. I am beautiful. I am, I am successful. You know, whatever it is that you're wanting to bring in, you have to tell it to yourself multiple times a day yes. in order for it to go into that subconscious mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you say it over and over and over again. And after a while, it does start to sink into your head that, yes, I, okay, I can believe myself that I really am great. But at first, you'll tell yourself no, even after you say it to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking to Elisa <laughs> about this probably a month or two back that um, one of the podcasts I was listening to, the speaker uh, was, a, was actually a guest on one of the podcasts that I was listening to. And that's what he was saying, that at first he was down and out and, and he had a business that had failed and he had lost $400,000. And at the same time, he was broke and he was getting a divorce and his life was ruined and he had all these things. And he said, and I finally just made a decision that I'm going to come up and I'm going to start telling myself every day I'm great. And he started doing self-affirmations every morning. And he said, what was so funny is he'd say, I'm great. No, you're not. I'm <laughs> wonderful. I treat other people wonderful. Not really. I'm a caring person. Not really. I'm the type of person that has great integrity. No, I really don't. He said, so at first I would say it and then turn around and go, no, you don't. No, you don't. And after a while, he was like, then I stopped saying that. And then after a while, I started going, you know, I, I really, I really don't screw people around like I used to do. I really do kind of have integrity. I think I've changed. I really am a different person. And then he started believing it. And he just got up every day and said, man, every day I, I just got to get up and say it every day. And I know the more I say it, the more I believe it. And repetition decreases resistance. And then here we go. Boom. And then he just started adding more things on and everything. Every day he said, I thought, what can I add to the list today? I am that. Oh, yeah. Let's add that, too. I am that. And it did what? It just boosted his self-esteem and his confidence. And then he was able to go out and do that for other people, which then <laughs> boosted your confidence and self-esteem even more. Right. That's yeah. The ripple effect. The, yeah. the ripple effect is so important. That's actually something that I discussed with my coach yesterday is that if I help this one person, <clears throat> then they're going to go back to their family, their coworkers, their friends, and it's going to be a ripple effect. And yep. that, that is my soul's purpose is to have that ripple effect for the collective right now. I, I want to heal the world. <laughs> there you go. Right. No yeah. small feet, change, right? <laughs> change a billion people's lives and it's just one person at a time. Yeah. That's all we can do. Exactly. But you're exactly right. You change one person and then they change everybody around them or at least the people that listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we can't reach everybody. But the ones that listen, we can reach We're those and it's funny, they have to see the transformation in yourself before they can actually buy into it. At least yes. that's the way that it's been in my, yeah, in my community. I'm like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
Because yeah. if people see you and see that you're changing and growing and learning and things, then they start, you know, and see you being more happy. They start going, where did you, where's that joy? Where, where are they finding <laughs> yeah. that joy? Yeah. Because I don't have joy like that. They and want it. I want to know where they got it. And I want some of what you got. And exactly. like, I've been trying to tell you this and this. Yeah. Yeah. But all that motivation stuff and oh, gosh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But you know why I say it every day? Because it wears off. It's like a bath. We need it every day because it wears off every day. Yes. But there's definitely yes. people that, you know, obviously just probably like with you that, that listen and go, okay, uh, if you say again, I'm going to succeed in life. Well, you are. <laughs> Come on. We're all born to succeed. Why do you think the name of the podcast is born to succeed? Because we're well, all born to succeed. Sometimes we just have to choose to succeed. And that's their limiting belief coming in that they, you know, they, they're like, oh, the motivational, you know, somebody probably pushed motivational speaker on them when they were between zero and 18. I mean, it can just, you can go like back so much and just like spin the wheel and yeah, it always ends up with the inner child. Um, But, uh, and I, oh, visibility. So, um, you know, when you are people, especially people in our circle and our community that they don't want to be visible because they're, they're scared to be seen, you know, and heard. And visibility is so important for us because they, people do want to see that change and that transformation in the person that is holding the space for them before they can actually buy into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Well, Miss Nicole, it's been great having mm-hmm. you on the show today. I know you're going to impact you. lots of people's lives. Um, good you. luck on your retreat that's coming up. I mean, that's not too far away. September 3rd, man, that is, that's right around the corner. That's like six weeks away. I know. I'm that's so excited. Awesome. I'm yeah. so excited. <clears throat> well, good for you. Well, uh, for those listening again, I'm going to put all of this information in the notes, all the links, uh, the event information as well, and contact information as well as social media. And that way you'll have all the Miss Nicole Harmony's information and ways to get a hold of her to get some information from her on either some event that she's got going on or maybe uh, working on helping her create that retreat center that she's looking to create so that she can impact more people's lives. So (laughs) without further ado, that's where we're going to wrap it up today. So for those listening, thank you so much for listening again. We appreciate you so much. We know that you are so special out there, and sometimes you just have to remember that. We want you to remember that every day that you're born to succeed. Sometimes you have to choose to succeed. That is the truth, but you're always born on purpose for a purpose with a purpose, and we are here to celebrate your victories with you. So thank you so much for listening today. Remember that you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need, and remember the golden rule, treat others as you want to be treated. And until next time. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. We want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the Born to Succeed podcast with Michael and Elisa Merritt. We know that you have a very busy schedule, and we appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend time with us. You can find us at Merritt Coaching Group on YouTube, Facebook. You can email us at MerrickCoachingGroup at gmail.com. We want to remind you that you can have everything you want in life if you just help enough others get what they want and need. Remember to follow the golden rule. You can have everything you want. Yeah, but you got to do what? Treat others as you want to be treated. So until next time, have a very blessed day from Michael and Elisa Merritt.